0: Uh, NBA Strayer, how are you going? hey on. It is NBA Strayer. It is Tuesday, March 15. Seriously, all day. Uh, I'm your host, James Clements. I'm a writer sometimes. For whom ever wants to pay me that sweet, sweet booze money here in Larry Armour Studios. Realized I'm wearing the same jersey as I was wearing yesterday. Spree well. Love this T-Wolves jersey. I'm here hanging out, giving you the lowdown and all the ins and outs of the NBA season while ripping Strayer a bit. That's what we do. Says it on the tin. And what a day. 60 for Carl Anthony Towns. Draymond back. Brook Lopez back. Kyrie cost the Nets 50k. Embiid and Jokic went head-to-head. Bones Highland went nuts. Steph had 47. Trey had 46. Giannis beat the Yaz. The Raptors smashed the Lakers. Mob Lee went for 30. Scotty B was awesome. What a day. Loved it. So i got all nine games from today covered in the NBA Straight Game Wraps. That means that's not enough. That's not enough. Old mate, No mate, of the Night, Better Than Lonzo Ball. We've got Yeah, Nazzy, Unpopular Opinion of the Day, in our back House, where we're serving up a fine grill take. Uh, <laughs> actually got a uh, live view from an, an Outback Steakhouse in the States from my uh, man Drabs today. Enjoyed that. Uh, we've got the Australian Player Watch. We've got a Shane Hill Shooter, shoot 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 a Shot, Light him Up Award and a game preview and pick for all the games tomorrow with a uh, Jingles HR. That's right, a new Jingles HR to close out. All right, so let's bloody well get to it. episode, that is, of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the Shaq attack. Oh, you better. You better watch out for the cat attack. Even the Spurs just became the first center since Shaq to drop 16 in a game. That was pretty gnarly. Uh, let's start today. show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the Daily Whip Around. There you go. Not a giant amount of news today. Uh, the Nets were fined $50,000-y-dos uh, for letting Kyrie pretend like he actually worked at the Nets. <laughs> Seriously, you got they got fined k because Kyrie went to the uh, locker room, which is uh, deemed the workplace environment, and obviously the NBA then fined the organization for the violation of like not only uh, New York City rules but also league protocols. So, great job Nets, great job Kyrie, yeah bunch of dummies. Just get the vaccine, you fucking idiot. Uh, other news. Oh, Tyreek Evans. You might remember we were talking about him last week, getting a second workout with the Golden State Warriors, which is a bit of a head-scratcher considering they've got about 80 guards. And uh, boom, turns out he's actually going to sign with the G League. He's going to join the affiliate for the Bucks, the Wisconsin Herd. And uh, so he might, you know, a bit more of an evaluation towards maybe getting a deal with the Bucks or somebody else. Kind of like that. Love to see it, man. Love to see it. Um, and that's kind of about it. There's not a giant amount of sort of news today, but we did get Brook Lopez back today. We got Draymond Green back today. And I'll tell you what, it's just kind of fun to have him back, isn't it? Just good to have him back. I like it. All right. Let's get stuck right into the game wraps. Game wraps, 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 game wraps. That's it, Game wraps. Uh, The Clippers, they lost in Cleveland. Cleveland. 121-11 in overtime. Great game. Wild game. Shorthanded Clips. No Reggie Jackson. No Mook Morris. Uh, Still took a great game from the Cavs. They're up early. Uh, Mobley played his best game yet. They came from behind in the fourth to get it to overtime. After a weird fucky last minute or so, it was like tied at 106 because Amir Coffey drives, gets fouled, misses one of the free throws. Garland misses a potential game winner. Coffey misses their potential game winner for the Clips. And it was a horrible possession that he missed as well. <laughs> I'm going to dribble to the corner, realize that there's a guy guarding me, and just throw up like nothing. Oh, God, it was bad. Anyway, and then in the overtime, the Cavs just, like, stomped him. Cleveland! Absolutely stomped him. Acoro, like, Mobley just detonated. Detonated a zoob shot. Akoro uh, Garland. Garland hit a three. That got him just rolling. And then Akoro just played one of his better games. You'll see him. Uh, just a nice bucket couple of buckets from him, and then the big sealer from Larry. That's a girl's name, Mark. And, and the clippers just couldn't catch up. Like the clips, I mean, shorthanded. considering that you're already shorthanded, you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> that's really shorthanded. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but Zubes! Aveja Zubach was awesome. 24 4, 14 4 for him. He was unreal. Uh, 19 for Coffee. He shot 7 of 20 to get there, though. T Man! Shot 7 of 21 as well his 18, 10, and 4. Tell you what, T-Man, the actual He-Man, I've just taught the squid like, you know, I bought him like a little, you know, those golden books, right? And they've got I Am He-Man, and they've got I Am Skeletor. I was talking about this a little while ago. How he was a little bit more on board with Skeletor, and I was a bit worried. Either way, now I've uh, taught him one of my favorite phrases from my childhood. By the power of Greyskull, I have the power. And now that's all he does. (laughs) He's got like... We got a fucking pirate sword that he got at Moomba on the weekend after we went to that sick uh, Southeast Melbourne Magic Phoenix game and United, and uh, wandered back through Moomba. He gets his sick, you know, cardboard pirate sword. Now he's running around like it's his He-Man sword. So that's pretty sick. Anyway, uh, cool story, Jimmy. <laughs> I just I think it's hilarious. Like this kid's gonna be running around like yelling about cartoons from the fucking eighties. anyway, ah. Uh, What else? Man had 14 and 4. Whatever, the Clips got beat. Uh, Mobley was unreal. 30 points, 6 rebounds. He was unreal. 2 steals, 2 blocks. Garland had 24 points, 13 assists. 4 and 9 from 3. He was just good. God, he's good. The stones on him as well. 25 and 5 for Okoro. 17 and 9 for Larry. That's the name marking him. And K-Love chucked in 13 and 9 in 18 minutes. My sweet baby, Carrots Levert! Back out there crushing it. 11 points, 7 rebounds. Good to have him back. The Clippers now 36-35. and 35. Cleveland. Cleveland. 39-29. and 29. Portland gave Atlanta a run for their money out of absolutely bloody nowhere. That's right. The Portland Timbers, is that's what we're going to call them because they're basically the G League version of the Portland Blazers. Uh, you could run the soccer squad out there and they might do just half as good. But Atlanta on a back-to-back, they were jumped by the Portland Timbers. They led at the half by like nine. It was like 67-58. Uh, Trey was still going off, but look, the Blazers came out hungry, but then the Hawks woke up. Trey just kept rolling. Blazers remembered they don't have any good players except for Josh Hart. Uh, the Hawks got the lead and just held on down the stretch. But here's the thing. like Trey's on a heater at the moment. He had 47 the other day, 46 today. He's crushing it. But this is just the latest example of not ever trusting Atlanta's defense, even a fucking little bit. Like I get that you're on a back-to-back, but you're playing Portland. Like Letting this Timbers squad shoot 50% is brutal. Seriously, Josh Hart. Ugh. Anyway, 31 74 for Josh Hart. He is a gun. I love him. Uh, Watford had 22. Brandon Williams had 8 of 17, shooting for his 20.6 assists. And welcome back to the NBA, Chris Dunn. He went 1 of 6 with 2 points and 4 turnovers. Oh, geez. Uh, for the Hawks, Trey had 46. He was awesome 12 assists, 6 rebounds, uh, 5 of 14 from downtown, 11 11 on the free throws. DeAndre Hunter. At 20, Kevin fucking Huerda had 14 on 15 shots. At 12 and 7 as well. The Hawks, though, this defense thing is a bit of a problem, I think, because, like, Bogdan had a horrible game. i will talk about him in a second, but uh, there's just... Hunter can't do it all, and Capella just doesn't really scare anybody, and the Blazers just were like, all right, cool, perimeter attack. Boom, off they went. Anyway, Paul now 26-41. and 41. Atlanta up to 500 They're 34-34. I'll just check that because uh, I wrote that one in a bit of a hurry. What do you reckon? Oh, Jimmy, it's not like you to ever be wrong. 34-34, and four, 34, that's right. Uh, what else? We had Denver beat Philly. That's right, Joel Embiid versus the Joker. And Denver beat them in Philly, 114-110. It was awesome. Philly came in on fire. That 15 after the first quarter. It was like, ah. It's going to stomp them, curb stomp them in classic Philly fashion. But in classic Philly fashion, they then righteously shat the bed and gave up the lead. But they were still up late. But this fourth quarter was chaos. Absolutely loved it because it was bone time. That's right, bone time. Boner. His name was Boner. Four of five from downtown in the fourth quarter from Bones Highland. I mean, in the fourth quarter, Bones Highland outscored Joel Embiid and James Harden. Combined! It was unbelievable. But that was kind of it. Like They scored the Sixers 30, outscored them 33-22 down the stretch. Boogie hit a three to tie it up early in the fourth. Then he hit another one to tie it back up. Jermichael Green was doing damage. It was absolutely chaos. Meanwhile, the Sixers just, they got down the stretch and they just looked confused. They looked tentative. Tobias Harris was busy, just like you know, fucking shoveling all the just night soil out of his shorts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a close game. Ah! Uh and George Niang couldn't hit anything. He went one of five in the fourth quarter. He went two of twelve for the game. Hashtag spoiler alert. There might be a bit of a spud of the night. And Bede ends up with thirty-four, nine, and four. Three of three from three. Free for free. Uh, nine to ten at the line, two blocks but five turnovers. Twenty-four-nine and eleven for Harden. He only shot eleven shots from the floor. He went one of four from three, six eleven overall. The rest were free throws. Nineteen for Maxi, but Tobias Harris, ten points. He's looking like a limp dick out there. Maddie T had six steals. He was awesome. Nine points. It was weird that um after the game, Doc Rivers was like, yeah, we need Maddie T to be like, you know, a bit more assertive on defense. I'm like, he had three blocks and six steals. Gee, maybe two blocks, but damn. Anyway. It was really the Niangs of the world that really fucked them up, and obviously the rest of the day for Philly just wasn't very good, and that's what happens when you get James Harden. Uh, for the Nuggs, they shot 53%. Will the Thrill had 20. Good to see him back and firing. 22-13 and 8 for the Joker with two steals and two blocks. Like, Embiid probably outplayed him, but, I mean, the playmaking from the Joker just made a big difference. I mean, there's a reason that Bones is knocking in 21 points, right? 4-9 from 3. Hit all four of those in the fourth quarter. Boogie has eight, three, and four in only fourteen minutes. He was awesome. Monty has eleven point six assists, ten and eight for Jermichael Green. And it's one of those things where you're like, wait, how does Joker all of a sudden have a better supporting cast than Joel Embiid? <laughs> He's got James Harden, Maxi, Tobias Harris, Matty T. Like, what is going on? Chaotic. Anyway, Philly dropped to forty-one and twenty-six. Then our game back of the Bucks with their win today. Uh, half a game up on the Bulls with their loss. Handy for the Sixers there. And uh, obviously the Denver Nuggets. That's a good win for them. They needed it. They're 41-28. Still a game and a half back in the Mavs for the 5 seed, but it also keeps them 1.5 on the Wolves up. Uh, Charlotte shit-pumped OKC. 134-116. Felt like this one uh, might be a boil over actually early. Thunder smashed them out of the gate. It was like 41, not much. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. What is OKC doing? where did they come from? And it was absolutely awesome. It was like 41-29, but then, of course, the second quarter started, and you're like, aha! And then the third quarter, and suddenly they've out, been outscored 73-50 to 50 across the next two quarters, and the Hornets ran away with it. Uh, garbage time gave us JT Thor, and being in a game that's being official by JT Orr. So that was kind of fun. Uh, this is the thing, though. Charlotte, similar to Atlanta, if they have to play a team that plays good defense, you're going to be up shit creek. But... If you're going to get into an offensive shootout with a team like OKC, the Hornets can do exactly that for you. So 134, 116, off they go. They can put up points. Especially on a team like OKC. There you go. So just remember that. When it comes to your picks, just saying 32, 8, and 5 for shiretta gilgis Just Alexander. He is gunning it. But I'll tell you what, there's a bit of a difference, isn't there? When the teams are run by Josh Giddy, and they don't have shiretta gilgis Alexander, the Thunder will winning games. Shire comes back, puts up Bonkers numbers, and they just can't win. Yeah. Anyway, twenty-five four and four for Baisley. Poco had five and five off the bench. So had a couple of weird air balls, but anyway, uh, the Hornets went twenty of thirty-five from three. Yeah, that'll win you a game. That's better than their field goal percentage. They shot fifty-seven percent from three and fifty-three point three percent from the field. <laughs> That's chaos. Rosey, he was awesome. He had thirty points, six rebounds, four assists. Went four of eight from downtown. Lamelo five of eight on triples for his twenty-one four and seven. Miles Bridges with 27.6 assists. And how is Plumley, Mason Plumley, looking like my little brother, but way better than than him at basketball. Five points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, and four blocks. Filling it up. And nice to see uh, the king in the fourth, Isaiah Thomas, went four of four from three. Three's 12 points. Love that. Okay, so now 20 and 48. And the Hornets are 34 and 35, eking right back up there. To a bit of 500. And uh, standing fat, you know, in the 10 spot at the moment. Four games ahead of the Wiz for the plant last spot in the play. Good job, Charlotte. Minnesota beat San Antonio because Cat went absolutely ham. 60. He had 60 in San Antonio, absolutely demolishing MFs. This was a fun one, too. Like, the game was going back and forth. San Antonio looking good. They've got, like, a really good weird mix to go up against uh, Minnesota. you got Calden Johnson, DeJounte. Unfortunately, uh, you know, Devin Vassell, Lonnie Walker doing stuff. But uh, Greg Popovich just hates Jock Landau. After his amazing game last game, he gets three minutes of garbage time. Meanwhile, the teenage mutant Jakob Pertle is getting absolutely decimated by Cat to the tune literally of 60 fucking points. I mean, what more can Jock do? All he can do is give his all, and Pop hates him because of the anti-Australian bias everywhere. But, look, I'll tell you what, in terms of the bigs, like they're like, oh, well, we need to see what we've got in Zach Collins. It's like, do you? Do you really? Because we're going to see him get his ass kicked as well. <laughs> That's what happened. Anyway, 30 points, 12 assists for DeJunte Murray. Um, and, look, Cat came out and absolutely blew them away in the third quarter, and that was the game. Uh, they sort of just ran... Ran it out basically from there because he went off for thirty-two points and like they just sort of kept him at arm's length the rest of the way down the stretch. And yeah, I said thirty-two points in the third quarter. That's what Cat had. He had sixty all up. It was amazing. He had fifty-six points through three quarters. Absolute chaos. Anyway, DeJounte, 30 points, 12 assists. He was really good. Uh but there's only so much you can do when the other dude goes for 60. Uh 34 for Cowden Johnson. He shot 13 and 21, 5 of 9 from 3. You love that. Uh, 21 for Teenage Mutant, Yaka 17 for Devin Vassell. Also, three blocks. love that one. And uh, 22 for Lonnie Walker, the fourth. The thing is, so when Lonnie and Vassell also you know, tend to go off, the Spurs tend to win those games. They did put up 139 points. Unfortunately, the Spurs on D got demolished charaded, and gave up 149. In regulation. Yikes. Uh, the Wolves, they shot 58% from the floor. That's pretty good. Cat has 60 60! 19 of 31 from the floor, 7 11 from 3, 15 to 16 in the line. Also chucked in just a measly 17 rebounds. <laughs> it's amazing. 20 points, 8 assists for Pat Beverly. Ant Man shot 2 of 7. He has been completely off the boil since All Star. 5 points for him. Delo, 19 points, 6 assists. A good game from him, 3 of 5 from 3. Noel at 15, 13, 4 and 4 for touring the Red Bull Prince. Big win for Minnesota. It's the first time they won forty games for three years. So San Antonio, no, twenty-six and forty-three. Minnesota forty and thirty. Washington didn't have a chance against Golden State. 126, 112. Draymond came back. Uh Warriors played with their food a little bit earlier, and went bang in the second quarter. Blew the doors off this one with uh Steph and Clay and everybody, like Poole especially getting rolling. And the Wiz never had a chance. Even with the Extreme Zinger meal out there. The extreme Zinger Meal. One of those guys where you go, uh, you know, Extreme Zinger meal, you are you a supercharged Zinger burger today? Burger. Because you know that you're like a foot and a half fucking tall than everybody out there. Can you get us more than eight rebounds? <laughs> Jesus, 25 and 8 for the Zinger. Kuzma had a rough one, 11 points on 12 shots. That's his uh, extended West Coast hangover, I reckon, Kuzma. Bit of partying. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> 19 for KCP. Uh, the starters went 3 of 16 from 3 for the Wiz. so yeah, I did enjoy KCP late, though, because Steph goes for 47 doesn't want to go out right at the end. It's kind of hiding, and KCP's, like, grabbing him, going, no, 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 he's here. You can take him out. So like, just let Steph go for 50 on his birthday. Rui had 12, 13 for Denny Avdijar, and 11 and 7 for Ish Smith. Uh, but as mentioned, like, Steph, 47 points on his birthday. Love that. The baby face to session, bro. bro. Uh, 47 points. I love that. 16 of 25. He shot 7 of 14 from downtown. 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Clay had 20, 20 for pool. Draymond with the triple single, 6, 7, and 6. But he was a plus 24. Not bad. <laughs> bucket. Jonathan Kaminga had 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. He does a little bit of everything. I love him. And I actually much prefer seeing him out there than uh, Wigo. I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to trust a 19-year-old bucket over the top of Andrew Wiggins. But here we are. <laughs> Not Maple Jordan, Jimmy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Washington 29-38, and 38, the Warriors 47-22, and 22, even with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies now in the two spot. And uh, Draymond said after, doesn't matter if it's two or three, we're going to win the title. It's like, all right, cool. Uh, Chicago, they lost in Sacramento in the John Salmons Bowl, 103-112. What? What? Yeah. The Kings just fucked them up from the get-go. They're up 20 at the half. The Suvlaki King absolutely killed Vooch. Uh, the Bulls did fight fight back and got right back into it. Down one at the start of the fourth quarter, back within four with only a couple of minutes to play, but it was just too little, too late. Fox Barnes Sabonis, uh, the like Harrison Barnes did fuck all until right at the end of this game. Uh, the bench shooting like Chimezi Metu and stuff. Um, this was a really fun game. Like if you're a Kings fan, you're like, this is how we're meant to play. And yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Twenty-seven points, six assists for Zaki. Cakes, Adam Levine, 8 of 18 shooting though, 21 for uh, DeRozan, he shot 7 of 17, Vooch goes for 23 and 10, good game against his uh, hated rival, the Suvlaki King, Damanis Sabonis, Ayo, Desunmu though, that's the problem, 0 of 5 from 3, 6 points total, Kobe, Kobe White goes 4 of 10 for his 13, Caruso, he went 2 of 7, he also had a couple of weird moments but tough one for the Bulls. Uh, Fox goes for 34, 6, and 6 for Diaz of Fox. You love that. 13 to 25 shooting, 3 of 8 on threes. 22, 7, and 4 for the Suvlaki King, including just a demolishing of uh, Vooch. I loved it so much. Any dunk that involves you also just like planting your hand in the dude's face and yamming on him. Finger kissing emoji. Uh, 15, 7, and 4 for Donde Di De Vincenzo. Uh, 3 and 5. From downtown as well. Davion Mitchell chucks in sixteen choo choo and chew, or choo for choo and choo or four from three. Chimezi Metool with uh ten and a couple of threes as well. Six 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 that's the number of the beast for Harrison Barnes. Uh, shot two of eight, but came up big late. Good win for Sacramento out of absolutely fucking nowhere. Uh to a point where it's like Sacramento, you realise that winning now is actually bad. You essentially almost statistically can't make the fucking play in What are you doing, you idiots? And they're like, nah nah nah, man, we're only four games back of the Pelicans, bro. It's like, all right, settle down. Anyway, uh, Chicago 41-27, and 27. that's a bad loss because, as mentioned, uh, the Sixers now half game up on them for the three-seed. <sighs> Chicago sitting there going, fuck, man, we don't want to be in the four seat and have to play like the Celtics. Anyway, uh, and Sacramento, 25-45. and uh, Millie Walker outlasted Utah. This was a great game, 117-111, back-and-forth all game. Utah's lack of Bojan Bogdanovich and his shooting very, very clearly hurt. Uh, Bucks eked out a lead in the second quarter. Looked like they were going to roll, actually, from there. And then pow, 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 pow. Jazz rolled in the third behind some actually yeah, half-decent shooting from Conley and Gobert. Uh, Donnie and Mitchell and Clarkson rolled in a few as well. But uh, the Bucks look, there's just not much going in that third quarter at all. But then Yaz lead by, what, two going to the fourth quarter, 93-91. Back and forth the rest of the way. This was awesome. It was such a good fourth quarter. Drew Holiday was massive, hitting big-time shot after big-time shot. Giannis in the middle of it. It was like, nah, we're not losing this one. Fuck you. Just scores. And then Jazz, they had Mike Conley trying to fucking hold up his end of the bargain. And nobody else did shit. Donnie Mitchell went 1 of 8 in the fourth quarter. Brutal. 0 oh, 4 from downtown. So just not enough. Like, missing Bojan, losing Daniel House early, did not help uh, the Yaz. And it's one of those games where you're like, yeah, the Bucks. they're big. They know how to win these games. And when Drew Holiday is just fucking feeling it, god damn, they look good. Uh, so Donnie goes 10 of 32 in this game. Donnie Mitchell, what are you doing, mate? 5 of 17 from downtown. Ends up with 29, 8, and 6. Uh, 29 for Conley. Slightly more efficient than 10 of 32. He shot 10 of 13. In fact, the only shots he missed were threes. He went 6 of 9. Nice. From downtown. Hit all his twos. Amazing. 18 and 14 for... Uh, 4 of 13, though, for Royce O'Neill for his 12 points. Jordan Jeremy Clarkson goes 3 of 14 as well for his 8. Way to back up your awesome 40-plus point game the other day, Cl- Jordan... Uh, with your 8, there's a reason you came off the bench. Uh, the Bucks, Giannis was awesome. 30, 15, and 4. Giroux, unreal. 10 and 21, 29 points, 7 assists, 5 steals, and 4 rebounds. He was everywhere. It was unreal. 23 for Midi and 4 assists. Grayson hits 3 of 5 from Downs and for his 9 points. Blow Pairs chucked in 6 in his return. Where's Matthews had 6. Bobby Porter's fighting. Bobby Porter's fighting around the world had 7 and 6 as well. Uh, Utah dropped to 42-26. and Millie first time since 2001 they've won in Utah. 7,440 days. The olden days. Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, Big Dog. Unbelievable. 43-26. and 26. That's right. The Bucks have actually got a better record than the Yes. Toronto then shit-pumped the Lakers. 114-103. Uh, Jimmy, that's a bit close at the end, man. Yeah, but they're up 28. Uh, it was a 19-2 to start but the Raps. Ends up 21-2. and and, what, they had 12 points in the first quarter of the Lakers? Gross. Is that because, I don't know, the Lakers stink? The Lakers stink! They really do. They were 0 of 16 from 3 before Malik Monk finally knocked in 1. And I uh, was posting updates, I think, on the Facey of how they were basically paying tribute to Russell Westbrook's 3-point percentage post-All-Star break of 9% by shooting as a team 9% for as long as they could. And then they... Sort of went above it. But uh, this was a smashing. The Raps lifted the foot off the gas late and like, the Lakers started hitting all their threes. I think, what, well, they ended up 13 of 42. So what's that? Basically 13 of uh, 26. Hey, good math, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> I'm no math magician. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the way, LeBron getting heated, elbowing Siakam in the fucking face and go, Pascal, why are you putting your face on my elbow? You hurt my elbow, you dickhead. He's like shoving Scotty Barnes down. Scotty's hitting shots over. Him. It was awesome. Uh, LeBron goes for 30, along with 9 rebounds, 3 says Rusty chucked in 14, 8, and 4 on 4 of 10. Shooting THT. He's mate. 25 and 5 for the uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. Love that. 8 of 13 from the floor. 3 5 from downtown. And 14 for Melo. Is it me you're looking for? Uh, While well, the Raptors, Pascal Sikkim Siakam, 27, 11, and 5. He was unreal. Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. with 28. Uh, went to the line a shit ton too right, 11 of 13 from the free throw line 21 9 and 5 for the rookie Scotty Barnes it was one of those ones where you're like Fred Van Vliet can't buy a bucket it didn't matter Fred Van Vliet went 3 of 14 uh, like just like his mate Jordan Jeremy Clarkson but uh, 11 points 2 of 12 from 3 from Fred Van Vliet didn't matter 10 and 11 for Precious Bobby Chris Bobby Boucher with 13 and 8 that's a big win for Toronto. That's been a huge road trip for them. They're, the Lakers are now twenty nine and thirty nine. The Raps, meanwhile, just go. Nah, don't even fucking care, man. We're just gonna go out and beat whoever we, whoever you want to put in front of us. They've just gone through and just ripped off wins. So what? Thirty eight and thirty now. They've just been the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Suns, and the Spurs on this West Coast road trip. That is insane. Good stuff. Let's do an NBA story approved performance of the night. This one's pretty easy. <laughs> nice. I. I said at the start, 46 for Trey, 47 for Steph. Carl Anthony downs at 60. That's amazing. 32 points in the third quarter alone. Uh, you know that it's a good fucking night when they start putting up like all-time stats. are like, holy shit, the only people who have scored more points than this in a quarter are like Clay Thompson, who's got the record. Kevin Love, Mallow, George the Iceman, Gervin, and you've got the same as David Thompson. Jesus, 60 points, 17 rebounds, absolute beasting of a show, Uh, 19 of 31 from the floor, 7-11 on threes, a new franchise record for the Wolves, a new season high for everybody in the NBA this year, an insane game, but also one of those ones where you go, oh yeah, that's a cool stat, Cat, Wilt, and Shaq are the only centers all time with a 60 and 15 game jesus that's not bad bro but 60 burger the craziest part is he has 56 through the third quarter and his fucking coach is like oh i might take him out man he's in a bit of foul trouble gotta make sure we get the win it's like fuck you chris finch what are you doing he could have gotten 80 (laughs) he was absolutely flamethrowing cat and i loved it so that was awesome like, I sort of tune in halfway through the third quarter because he's, like, getting up there. I'm like, holy crap. And then he just didn't miss again. And every time the ball went to him, he's like, ah, it's going to go in. Yeah, it's going to go in. Yeah, it's going to go in. And he ends up with 60. And I'm absolutely loving this. I don't know what has happened after this All-Star break, but it seems like every day someone's dropping to some massive number. Like, the fact that Steph had 47 and Trey had 46 and they're, like, afterthoughts is fucking chaos. Carl Anthony Towns, that's a fucking knife. Who was Spud of the Night though, Jimmy? Spud, 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 Spud. Spud of the night. Spud of the night. Oh, jeez. Um Wyndon Gabriel. What are you doing, mate? Just running around like a chook with its head, chopped off. Uh one of eight for the Lakers today. Enjoyed that. Uh but we had a couple of really good ones. Bog Dan Bogdanovich, I mentioned him earlier. For the Hawks, uh, most of the reason the Portland were in this game was because Bogdan couldn't buy a shot. Two of 13, he shot. One of eight from three. Uh, Darrell Wright going over three, and Kevin Knox also going over three. Not, not helping matters. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mentioned George Niang. Two of 12. Two of 10 from downtown. He was a minus 19 in a game they lost by four. And then he also saved the best for last. It's like, oh, man, we've got a chance to still be in this game. The game-tying attempt uh, hits the top of the backboard on his corner three. I'm going to tie this game, Clank. But not even that. He then runs in, gets the rebound. Uh, They were down three, and he shot a two and missed that as well. George, (laughs) mate, what are you doing? Jeez. Causes him to knock over my laptop. Uh, DeAndre Jordan went one of six, which is... Chaos, considering he's like 7 foot 20. How did he miss five shots? Uh, but also, one of my favorites, always one of my favorites, Malik Beasley put up the Tony Snell. 19 minutes, zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, and zero blocks against the Spurs. He just like, basically, he was out there just getting in some cardio, watching Cat. He's like, man, i will got the best seats in the fucking house to watch this guy. This is sick. Seriously, he took one shot. This is Malik Beasley. He usually takes 87 shots. The 19 minute zero, 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 000000. You gotta love it. So there you go. Bunch of spuds today. Who was old mate, new mates, however? Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mate. Old mate, no, mate. Old mate, no, mate. Old mate, no mate. Who's got no mates today? How about Jock Landau? Goes out, drops a career high 26 in that loss to Indy for the Spurs the other day. And then against Carl Anthony Towns, who's fucking tearing apart Zachy, Zachy Collins who looks like a, uh, you know, I don't know, 24-year-old lesbian who just bought their uh, first Subaru Forester. And uh, <laughs> teenage mutant Yaka Pirtle is just, like, constantly confused about, why am I getting yams done? I don't even like yams. Uh, meanwhile, Jock is out there. just dropping 26 against Indy, and he's nailed to the bench. Enough of the anti-Australian bias, Pop. What are you doing? Oh, nah, man, but he loves Aussies. Look, he, he had Patty for so long. yeah. And he fucking stymied Patty's career for years upon years upon years. He had fucking Gazy. and never brought him back. He had a bit of hammer. He was like, nah, enough of this. <laughs> Even bangers, he wouldn't let him shoot threes. Oh, Pop's a genius, bro. Uh, but seriously, Jock Landau, that's definitely some old mate, no mate's vibes. What did you do, Jock? What did you do? I don't know. Pantsing of the night, however... <laughs> couple of real good pansings today. Brandon Boston got got by Brandon Goodwin. That's some Brandon on Brandon crime. <laughs> you don't see too much of that. He absolutely fucking deleted that shot as well. Brandon Boston's going up, and Brandon Goodwin's like, nope. All six foot of him. I love a good point guard block. That was shook. Uh, yeah, so Goodwin got the good win over Brandon Boston in the battle of the Brandons. Marbury also sent Zoobs packing at the start of overtime with a giant Fuck you, Block. That was sick. Uh, But my favorite was probably the Suvlaki just detonating on Vooch. Um, Just a dunk for the ages. The Suvlaki King just, like, realizing that it's Vooch in front of him. And he's like, yes, fuck off. You is out. I've got you now, dickhead. (laughs) I mean, Demana Sabonis, I love him. Uh, You don't really think of him as, like, one of the world's, like, most vicious dunkers or anything. Uh, But the Lithuanian Montenegrin uh <laughs> alliance might be dead for now <laughs> Jesus. it's a war crime what he did uh finally better than lonzo ball lonzo was the best player in high school he was the best player in college you think gonna get to the pros and be like i made it to the pros now i can be average We're coming for everybody coming for everybody uh we've got three here today some real good ones so uh, obviously, you've got Mobley, who had like a career high thirty in that overtime, winning against the Clippers, and was like just instrumental them in getting the win. Thirty points, six rebounds, and assist, two steals and a uh, yeah, was it two blocks as well? Jesus, thirteen to twenty two he shot. And obviously, Scotty Barnes against the Lakers. So just a couple of really good rookies: twenty one points, nine rebounds, five assists, two blocks, and a steal. Absolute chaos going up against uh, LeBron, and he just set the tone early. Did Scotty Barnes as well? He just went out there and went fuck you. Let's go. Uh, but my favorite is probably Nishon Bones. Bone time! Highland. Unbelievable. That's all right. The bloke who's picked number 26 and survived a fucking fire that, in like before this game today, he and his brother, who was saved by the fire department, were presented with like a pretty cool, you know, fire department jacket. And they're like, yeah, it fucked them up so bad. We didn't know if he'd play basketball again. Bones against the Sixers goes, fuck you. 21 points, 7 of 14 shooting, goes 4 of 9 from downtown. As I told you, holy moly. Uh, knocking in all four of those threes late in the fourth. Um, the craziest part is, so obviously Bones, they're playing in Philly. He is from Delaware and stuff like that. So that's where it's all sort of gone down and... uh yeah, saved by the fire department. Comes out, lights a fire on his own ass, and goes off and gets the fucking win for the Nuggets. So Bones, Mobley, and Scotty Barnes, all better than Lonzo Ball. But how good cool is that Bones story? Fucking hell. It was only like three years ago as well. Unbelievable. All right, I'll do some YNAs yeah, right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Miss McCarran, This is Jason Cadet. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Eli. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as WorTho. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And You're listening to NBA Australia. 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 You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some yeah, nahs. This is where we take a bunch of NBA storylines, decide whether they're more yeah or more nah. Number one, let's do it. Was Joker MB a battle for MVP? Yeah, nah, nah. Uh, not technically, right? Because I don't think single games really matter unless it's like a fucking giant ass-kicking of horrifying uh, degree where it can literally sway an entire narrative. It's like, oh, you remember when he put fucking 58 on that guy and just destroy and aided him? Uh, But no, but it was a battle of the two favorites for MVP, right? Like, they're still my two favorites, Embiid and Joker. Like, despite how good Giannis has been and how insane KD's obviously been, like, Giannis and KD have missed a little bit of time. Um, Embiid and Joker have just been dominating all fucking season. And I don't know, I fucking loved, like, they haven't played against each other in, like, seasons. So, this was kind of cool just to see them both going at it. And, like, somebody had pointed out, like, during the week, like, Embiid's the best center in the NBA, but Jokic is the better player, you know? And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes a bit of sense. Um, pretty weird. But, yeah, Joker and Embiid, they're still my top two for MVP. And a couple more weeks and we might, you know, end up on a land on a decision. What do you reckon the odds are? Let's have a look and see if we can find them. Uh, because I've I feel like it's almost a little bit too late at this point for uh, like a bolter to sort of come out. So when beads at a dollar eighty, Joker's at two dollars forty, Giannis crazily at nine fifty. But as mentioned, like he is a uh, bit on the outside. He's missed a few games there. But Jars at thirty four, Luke is at forty six to one, Demar DeRozan's sixty one, Steph at seventy six, KD at ninety one. I don't know, KD could average, like, 50 for, like, the rest of this way, and who knows what could happen. Yeah, but Joker, like, this is always going to be the tough one. He's got to overcome the narrative of, like, oh, really, back-to-back, whereas Embiid has been awesome all season. Bit of a tricky one. Ah, some Lakers stuff. Should the Lakers fire Vogel now just to light a fire under their ass? Yeah, nah. I've sort of changed my tune a little bit on this. Yeah. Like, they're so fucking bad. There's, like, no composure, no hustle, no focus. Like, it can't be just Russell Westbrook. <laughs> you know? Maybe you kick Vogel to the curb, you get a new voice in there, but, I mean, you can't bring in somebody completely new, so you're, you're going to elevate Fizdale essentially. You Maybe you get a dead coach bounce that can roll you into the playoffs. Maybe that's better for everybody. But more likely they'll just wait it out and wait for AD and hope that he can help turn it around. And Like, the way that LeBron's playing, if AD comes in and gives them fucking anything, you'd be like, aha! This is like a basically a completely new team, but at the same time, I don't think it's getting getting <laughs> going to get them anywhere. Like based on like AD's performances back earlier this season, I kind of feel like everyone's forgetting that AD was also playing like shit for most of this season. So like, oh AD, got back and fix it. It's like fucking Willy. Maybe I wouldn't bet the fucking house on it. All right, last one: LeBron stat padding, right? Yeah, nah, yeah. Down 17, four minutes to go against the Raptors. Only reason he's out there is so he can catch Kareem quicker. Is that bad though, Jimmy? Yeah, nah, nah, fuck it. That's awesome. Good on him. What else is he meant to do? Hang out, watch him get beat by 40 and not put up some points and like slim down that gap between him and Carmelo and then Kareem? Oh, man, he could save his legs, bro, for the playing games. Yeah, well, I mean, you're then just going to get fucking smashed by Phoenix of Golden State anyway, right? So, at the same time, get out there, win a scoring title. Good on you, LeBron. Try to win the scoring title. That gives you another notch in your belt. You've only ever won one. So now you've got another one up against Jordan's 87 of them. <laughs> but at the same time, he's got, you know, bigger things in mind. He's got to catch Kareem. So, look, fuck it. Good on him. Unpopular opinion of the day. Now, look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at, me, look at me. Uh, watching Giannis versus Rudy Gobert, Zastavová, um, it's one of those things where you go. I kind of think Giannis does such a good job on defense, right? Just taking away so much fucking space. Like, there's a reason Donny Mitchell was shit today. Uh, you you look at Defensive Player of the Year, and I don't know if we take into context enough, right? You know. Like, a little bit of consideration of context as to what they're doing across the entire game. Like, it's fucking crazy. The amount Gobert is expending on offense pales in comparison to Giannis, right? And Giannis is still a fucking beast on defense. I kind of think that should be like playing into it a little bit and going, yeah, he's doing that and also doing that on the other end. He's in the MVP conversation for that exact reason. If he only focused on tea he'd fucking smash it. So I think, yeah, it's like a sliding scale we should be almost marking him on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Outback Takeouts? It's Tuesday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, geez. Back to seek.com.au to replace a whole bunch of my dead stuff. But I'll tell you what, each week this bird gets free slaughters a couple of our kitchen staff after a place, and that special is worth it. Cassowary casserole only at Outback. That's right. Eat the world's most deadly bird at Outback Takehouse. And today's Flame Grilled Take is the Los Angeles Lakers of Los Angeles, California, would be a better team with King Daly, first of his name, Smasher of Tins, Matty Delavidova, as their point guard as opposed to Russell Westbrook. Only at Outback. I basically believe this at that point. Like, seriously. Like, watching Dally up close the other day, he is fucking fit and firing, looks awesome, looks quick. Pass first, looking for his shot when he needs to, can actually hit some fucking threes. Give me Dally over Rusty. That's where we're at and do it now. The Lakers can still pick up Delhi. It's fine. Just do it now. Cup bait on Rusty. Bring in Delhi, Win the title. That's what happens when Delhi and LeBron play together. Just fucking do it, Lakers, you cowards. All right, Australian Player Watch, right after this. This is Chris Anstey, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Alright, right, Australian Player Watch, what do NBA All-Star Chris Paul, NASA Commander Scott Kelly and Reddit co-founder Alexis Ahanian have in common? Well, they've all got incredible experiences, and they've created audio courses to teach you what they've learned on Knowable, which is like a rad new app where top experts across the world teach you new skills and bite-sized audio courses. It's like Spotify for learning stuff. Go check it out. The bloke from NASA talks to you about space. I love that. Uh, I finished The Expanse. Absolutely loved it. I'll tell you that much. And uh, just... Just about to finish a uh, new trilogy that I was just uh, waiting on. But anyway, uh, all-star Chris Paul discusses the performance benefits of a plant based lifestyle. And Alexis Ohan in the Reddit founder teaches you how to launch a startup. So there's over 100 other experts waiting to teach you something new. So if you're keen on learning some new stuff today, download Knowable. Bang in the code Straya, Just download it from your uh, app store. Bang in the code STRAYER and Get 20% off. It's sick. I love them. And you can give it a shot as well. All right, Australian Player Watch. Aussie Matty T, as mentioned in that loss versus the Nuggets, he was awesome. 26 minutes he played uh, and caused havoc everywhere. He had five rebounds, three assists, six steals, equaling his career high from uh, back when he played Cleveland this year as well. Uh, two blocks. He was a plus 16. He scored nine points, shot four or seven from the floor, one of three from three, one for three for three, and they lost by four. So it was plus 16 in a game they lost by four. Matty T was fucking unreal today. 9 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 6 deals and 2 blocks. You'll love to see it. And uh, as mentioned, the top Jock Landau, Rock'em, Sock'em, jock Jock'em Landau, has very clearly done something to piss off Pop. Three minutes in garbage time in that loss to the Wolves after dropping 26 at Curry High just the other day. Three points, one or two from downtown, uh, one rebound. Tough scenes, absolutely tough scenes. Don't know what he did, but here we are. All right, what about a Shane Hill? Shoot a shoot, shoot your shot. Light him up, award. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord, for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill. Shoot a shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up, award. I mean, the bloke who scored 60, he's probably going to get it today. I mean, he's 26, and uh, he's the self-proclaimed best shooting big man ever. Ah... crazily enough, the statistics sort of uh, back it up. So today, obviously dropped 60, right? Right, right. He shot 19 of 31 from the floor, 7 of 11 on threes. Like, I feel like one of the craziest part was just like how good his free throw shooting was. He didn't miss one until right at the end. 15 of 16 from the free throw line. That is unbloody believable. But it's one of those things where you think about it for the season, he's shooting 40% from three. And uh, 52.7% from the floor, averaging 24.3 points a game, 9.8 rebounds. It's down a little bit this year on the rebounds from his career, but uh, the shooting is up a little bit. But the craziest part is, I mean, holy shit. Like The dude literally across his career, uh, for everybody like his size, every center or sort of center forward to attempt at least 1,000 threes in their career, he's got the highest shooting percentage for his career. And of any single season by a center or center forward to attempt at least four points, four threes a game, he has three of the six highest shooting percentage seasons. So that's pretty fucking good. That said, like, the greatest shooting big man ever, like, my thing is sort of in the back of my brain. I'm like, if Dirk Nowitzki still played, (laughs) if they'd started at the same time, you do wonder. Dirk had one of the single purest shots you'll ever see, and if he shot more threes across his career... I do wonder, like, where he would have landed in this uh, conversation, the best shooting big man of all time, because basically, until Cat, you could have easily made the argument that across, what, fucking 20 seasons in Dallas, like, the dude shot 38% from three and was essentially attempting anywhere. There was only, like, you know, for a big swathe of his career, it's only, like, two or three a game. And if you look at Cat, it's just like the dude is shooting an absolute. Fuck ton of threes for his career. And actually, I mean, for his actual, uh, for his career, it's like an absolute shit ton. (laughs) You're like, yeah, man, I'll just shoot five threes a game. How's that sound? You're like, yeah, that seems like a lot. But uh, anyway, so I don't know. I feel like Dirk could be there. But Carl Anthony Towns, like just in terms of the size and the volume of threes that he's taking, I mean, shit, he was taking like eight threes a game like two years ago. He's at five a game this year, but that's because he's got a better supporting cast, basically. So, either way, I think if Dirk had started when Carl Anthony Townsend, he would have shot more threes at the same time. Carl Anthony Townsend is fucking awesome. So, good stuff. Right, what about the Pony Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in? Uh, this was just a quick IG story from uh, our man uh, Jock Landau, just hanging out with his missus on the thing, but then posted another one, taking over Baller Pat. Uh, and it seems like... Jock Lando might be uh, starting up his own coffee club, maybe, or something for the Spurs. So I love any sort of uh, throwdown between the Aussies on the socials, and that's exactly what uh, our man Jock Lando just did to Paddy Mills. Love it. Right, game previews and picks. Game previews, game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Ah, oh, a bit of a slow start today. The squid's having a bit of a problem. So after he's... Um You know, his sort of weird sickness was at the start of last week. Uh, You know, you got a bit of diarrhea, the poor little bugger, and you're like, oh, geez. So now he's a little bit afraid to go to the toilet. And he's like, oh, I want to go to the toilet and do poos because it's not fun. It's like, yeah. So he had a bit of a rough one last night, I'll tell you that much. Blew out his nappy he still wears overnight. Thank fuck, because it would have been an absolute shit show otherwise. But anyway, so a bit of a rough one for your mate Jimmy this morning, but we got there in the end. Uh, so today, of those games, hey, did you notice they start a little bit earlier, finish a little bit earlier? How good is this little uh, bit while America's gone back on uh, daylight savings before we change back? It's pretty bloody good. So today we went four of nine on the picks. Uh, that leaves us, which is actually annoying, because it turns out I picked uh, Utah yesterday. Uh, I had money on Milwaukee today, so that actually worked out great. But uh, Chicago let me down. Uh, Golden State got over the hump. I nailed Minnesota. I nailed Charlotte. Uh, Philly, I thought they might have a little bit more fire in them. Looked great in that first quarter, and then it all fell apart. Atlanta couldn't do what they needed to do against Portland, and the Clippers were right there covering, but then they didn't. So uh, we are 582 of 1,018 picks so far this year, though. We've only got four games tomorrow. It's like... Pretty chill, love that. Uh, so we've got Brooklyn, Orlando. So the Nets go down to Orlando. Kyrie's like, yes! Fucking Florida. You can do anything in Florida. Nine and a half point favorites of Brooklyn. Always a bit tricky because Orlando do nothing but cover. And I think I'll take the uh, Magic Man here because they are pretty good. Plus nine and a half. I think the Nets will sort of win pretty handily. It's like one of those sort of 108-100 sort of games. Uh, but I'll take Orlando to cover the plus nine and a half. Uh, Brooklyn to win. Memphis, seven and a half point favorites in Indy. I'm going to take Memphis to kick the shit out of the Pacers uh, because they're not very good, and the Grizzlies are, and they really kind of need a big stomping, I think, and Memphis, that's what uh, they're going to deliver to the Pacers. Detroit basketball, go to Miami. They're 12 and a half point underdogs on the road, Detroit. I'm going to take the plus 12 and a half. All they're doing at the moment is playing really competitive basketball. Miami, with the ins and outs of that roster, they might kill them. But Detroit, between Cade, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant, uh, the rehab of Malvin Bagley, they're fun. They're weird. They're chaotic. And they sort of just make games of these. So I'm going to take the plus 12.5. And And, uh, finally, Phoenix go to New Orleans. And they're five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I'm going to take that in a heartbeat because no Spindles Ingram. CJ McCollum may be back, but even then, post-COVID, who knows what happens. Phoenix are a better team. I'm taking the Suns, minus five-and-a-half. And there you go. That's it for today. Love it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, face the IGs, roll over the socials. Uh, Gaz and I are going to be doing a NFL Australia that is sort of covering off all the absolute fucking nutter craziness that's happened in the last week and a half for the NFL uh, so that'll be out later this week uh, World Wrestling Australia with Adam over on YouTube go check that out lots of wrestling stuff at the moment uh, follow him FWCIE on Twitter as well NBA slash shop get your merch get your merch I've only got a few of the t-shirts left so go check them out uh, yeah the rose gold nickname t-shirts I realize there's not many of them left so if you want to get one go check it out Chuck us a rating and review on your podcast apps. Go on. Oh, there's only a couple of ways I can keep up with Bogey. Rate and review us, would ya? I don't have his money, mate. Uh, Manscaped.com. Use the code Straya. Get 20% off for free shipping there. Noble. Download the Noble app. Bang in the code Straya. Get 20% off there, too. Big thanks from to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Uh, also, big thanks go to Joshua De La Fascinator, Gold Mines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for the tunes that you hear throughout the show. Smash them all at Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, however you stay up to date or listen to your tunes, whatever. NBA Australia supports Australian bands. So should you. All right, we'll close out with a brand new Jingles HR today. How good's that? Should be bloody good. He's answering a question from Frank in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And in nah. hey Joe Ingles here, head of Jingles HR, yep, the world's leading HR solutions firm. Because yet when I'm not sinking threes, rehabbing my knee, planting a tree, playing with my kids or enjoying my real estate in Paul George's head, even from the bench here in Portland, I'm the world's leading HR expert, helping you with all your HR questions and problems. And I'll tell you what, I'm enjoying this because I've got my rehab, I need something to do. So let's get to this week's question, shall we? It comes from a frank In Los Angeles. Dearest Joseph. Oh, that's nice. I am sick of my job and trying to get fired. Like, I've been making our worst worker work all the time and he makes us all look bad. And today, I just told the employees I managed just to, like, fuck around and do whatever they wanted. And it was one of the worst starts to a day in literally the entire history of the company. I mean, I'm trying to cop it in the neck, but they won't pull the trigger. Have you got any tips? Cheers, big ears. Frank, LA. Oh, geez, Frank. Uh, tell you what, that sounds a bit rough. Uh, yeah, but look, I tend to work more on the hiring side of HR rather than the firing. But really, it always just comes down to justifiable cause. Like if you're not hitting your KPIs and all that sort of stuff. And obviously, companies are afraid of payouts and their lawsuits if they uh, fire you without just cause. So you really got to do something pretty egregious and pretty bad uh, that they have no other choice but to fire you. But make sure you don't. Do something that's unlawful, obviously, because you've know, got to make sure you get your contract paid out. I'm just saying. I mean, you could always just make sure all your employees are always a bit too partied out to do much. You know, just loosen the uh, the old screws there a bit and just let them go hammering tongs. And, I mean, you could do the same thing yourself. Just roll into work every day, super hungover. Go out and enjoy life. You know, come back in, smelling like a bit of booze, a little bit of hooch, a bit of weed. What do you reckon? Yeah. But make sure you don't come in drunk or high because they'll shit-can you for that and won't get your money. Uh, but really, I think you're on the right track. Do the bare minimum. Use up all your sick days now so they don't go to waste and continue to use your workers in tasks that are clearly unsuited to them. I mean, at that point, management will have zero choice but to think you're not the bloke for the job right now. And uh, they'll do, as we always say here, you guys can move on Amicably. <laughs> nice one, see? Uh, as we always say here at Jingles HR, if you don't like your job, do it half fast and it'll have to pay you out. And there's nothing better than getting paid to look for a better bloody job. So there you go. I right, hope that helps you out there, Frank, over in Los Angeles. I mean, sounds a bit rough, mate. But, all right, that's it for me for this week. Back to rehab. And uh, until next week, this has been Jingles HR. I've been Joe Engels. Go get some rehab up, ya. Yeah.